Hey everybody, this is Jordan Van Zale and you are listening to the Worship Team Podcast. This week is all about leadership. I'm, g- I'm going to give you three practical tips for new leaders. I'm not talking about young leaders, just new leaders stepping on to an already well-established team. So I hope it encourages you, hope it excites you, hope it gets your leadership juices flowing. And thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoy So I was at our Northlands conference a couple of weeks ago, and I ended up meeting another worship leader, and we just started chatting and talking about our roles, and we both discovered that we are new leaders who had stepped onto already established teams. And I thought this was such an interesting topic because, yes, while there are leaders who create new teams and it's a new leader, new team, a lot of times there's a new leader who's stepping onto an already established team, right? This happens in business and in ministry. So as the new leader, as the new kid on the block, how do you set an atmosphere? How do you create culture? How do you get buy-in? And honestly, how do you live free of other people's expectations of what you should and shouldn't be doing as a leader? So I'm going to give you three practical tips of things I've really tried to embrace this year. I just stepped onto my team in January. Uh, So these are three things that I've really embraced and they've been really, really helpful. This is just gonna be an eagle's eye view, a high level view and in the coming episodes and in, in the coming weeks, we're really gonna dive into detail on all of this. So I hope it really encourages you and just gets your ideas flowing, gets those leadership juices flowing on how you're leading your team and how you can be the best leader uh, possible. All right, let's get started. Number one would be to aim to get your team loyal to the mantle, not the manager. And what I mean by that is the question, what are you discipling your team to? And I know discipling, you know, is pretty much a church word, but but just think about it as the verb, right? You're discipling your team to something, whether you're in business or in ministry. And what are you discipling them to? Because if you're asking your team for loyalty and commitment to you as a person, then what you're building will never go beyond you as a person, right? So we want loyalty to the mantle, not the manager. Loyalty to the mission, not to you as their leader. And the obvious church implications are, you know, we are, we're building the church. The church is not ours. It is in, in your ministry that you're maybe owning in the space right now isn't yours, right? There have been leaders before you and you are, you are moving the ball downfield for another leader to come up behind you and take it from there. Like we are moving the church glory to glory, generation to generation. So you want to build a culture and you want to get buy-in for your team, always pointing them to the vision, always pointing them to the mission, always pointing them to the mantle, not to you. And if you can get your team loyal to the mission and loyal to the mantle, then when, if and when the season changes and you leave and another, another um, leader steps on, your team will have no issue. You kind of see this in churches too, actually, like when pastors move on, you know, like when pastors leave and go to another church, a healthy church knows that this is not the pastor church and they keep building the church, you know, or you see the other side where like members leave or they follow the pastor or it's like this big drama. So as a leader, it's our job to make sure our team is loyal to the mantle, not to the manager. Number two is to be a culture king or queen. I love this, mainly because I just love thinking of myself as a queen. But beyond that, you are the front line of your team. You are the gatekeeper of the atmosphere. And as it goes with you, so it goes with them. So I would encourage you, something I did back in January when I stepped on as the worship director for the team, I made a list. I wrote culture yays and culture nays. And I literally wrote out like what is allowed on my team 
and what isn't allowed on my team. Uh, so obvious things that maybe what's not allowed on your team. Uh, negative attitudes aren't allowed. Harsh words with each other aren't allowed. Um, a spirit of pessimism or a spirit of hopelessness is not allowed on the team. As it goes with you, so it goes with them. So really make sure that you are the embodiment of the culture king or queen. And as the culture royalty, you're allowed to call out what is allowed and what isn't allowed. Um, and, and I think it's worth noting, obviously never call out the person because it's not the person, it's the spirit that's, uh, that's creating tension, okay? So never be like, man, Dan, you're the worst. Get off the team, you know? <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. But, um, you know, and you can do it, do it in your own skin. I know for me, we value fun and joking and I love a good sense of humor. So oftentimes I'll just turn into a joke, you know, and kind of put my arm around the person and be like, whoa, like, hey, where's that coming from? Like, you know, this is not who you are, you know? And it's like totally easy and natural. And so just figure out how to do that in your own skin. But don't be afraid to be the culture king or queen um, and realize the authority that you carry. And number three is to be your team's best volunteer. I actually got this from Cass Langston out of Hillsong. This is the question question she asks her team all the time is, are you your team's best volunteer? And this works in business on paid teams and volunteer teams. So think about, are you your team's best teammate? Are you your team's best team member? Are you your team's best volunteer? And I'm not talking about being a workaholic people, okay? That is not what I'm saying. But you should be serving the most on your own team, all right? And why? I'm gonna answer this question, why? because it builds credibility quickly, okay? If your team sees that you are in the trenches, you're on the front lines, you're serving, you have a good attitude, you're not only showing them that this is possible, like this is just part of our routine, we serve in this capacity and it's awesome and it's fulfilling and it's life-giving, it's not draining. And it also like puts you in the room of conversations. Honestly, the practical side is just being around a lot, around different members of your team constantly, gives you access to private conversations that maybe they might not have been comfortable talking to you about before. Um, so it builds credibility. It also helps you keep a pulse on the demands you're asking of your team. Um, so this is very, very important for me. I like to keep a pulse on how much my team is serving. Um, and I, and not because I want to outdo them, but I want to make sure I'm matching it at least, if not doing more, because if I start getting fatigued and if I start realizing, oh, I'm kind of on the verge of like a negative mindset or I'm, um, now all of a sudden this isn't life giving. Now I'm a little stressed then I can pretty much bet that the people who are serving in that capacity are feeling that way as well. So it just clues me into maybe I need to reach out to them and just be like, hey, I so appreciate you. I'm checking in on you. How are you doing? Or, you know, it's something simple like maybe I'll take them out to coffee or even just bring a coffee on a Sunday morning, you know, or a note of encouragement. It's so simple, but just knowing that actually helps. And it really goes a long way with your team. You know, it, it, it lets them know that, hey, I see you. I recognize you. Thank you so much. And then and then I'm here right with you. I'm with you. I'm doing the work with you. So that's awesome. So it builds credibility. It helps keep us a pulse on the demands. And obviously, actions just speak louder than words. All right. I think we all know what that means. Um, but it, it just it just really, really, I, I don't think you can underestimate how far that goes with your team. So whether you're leading a team of 2, 20, 200, whether they're paid or volunteers, whether you're in business or in ministry, you have been appointed and authorized to lead your team. So be bold and courageous. Lead with integrity and humility. Get your team loyal to the mantle. Be that culture king or queen and be your team's best teammate. And you will be so shocked at how far you go as a team and how much you grow as a leader. 
If you have any comments or questions, I'd love to hear from you. My email is jordan at northlandschurch.com. Thanks for tuning in, and I'll see you next time. If you're liking what you're hearing, please take a moment and subscribe to our podcast so you can stay up to date on all new episodes that will be coming out weekly. We are the Northlands Worship Team, and thank you for tuning in. We'll see you next time.